Welcome to the Event Tech Podcast, where we explore the ever-evolving world of event technology every week. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that doesn't suck. Now, let's talk tech. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Event Tech Podcast. The slippery Will Curran has slipped away. He's on assignment this week, so he's not able to join us. But I am joined by two powerhouses. That's right. It takes two people to make up for Will. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, with all of uh, the uh, concerns coming back to in-person events, um, uh, there's obviously a lot of uh, people wondering about how do we do that safely? How do we make sure that we're taking care? You know, how do we deal with people who are vaccinated versus not vaccinated? all of these kinds of things, it gets very complicated very quickly. And so there's, I think there's never been a better time to start talking about how our event tech solutions um, can help us with this. And so we've got on Lawrence Helfant and Quinn Zito from uh, originally CrowdSync, but they're going to be talking today about their new CrowdPass technology. But let's, let's take a quick step back. Um, Lawrence and uh, Quinn, thanks so much for joining me, first of all. Thank you, Brent. Thank thanks you for having us. us. Great. Um, Lawrence, tell us a little bit about CrowdSync and, and what you guys were kind of doing pre-2020, because I know, like a lot of us, you know, round about this time last year, everything changed in the industry. But what was uh, what was CrowdSync up to before that? Absolutely. So again, thank you very much. I'm Lawrence Helfont, co-founder, CEO of CrowdPass, um, also co-founder of CrowdSync Technology. CrowdSync Technology is a event technology company specializing in enhancing experiences and efficiencies through our LED and RFID um, wearables. So everything from a music festival to a sport and game to a private event to a corporate event, our specialty, our bread and butter were the controllable LED wristbands um, that everyone has may have seen. Um, we worked with great partners throughout the years, including iHeart, Live Nation, New England Patriots, Dallas Cowboys, um, a lot of great clients over the years. Um, surprisingly enough, um, March 2020 changed everything. We saw it happening overseas with our suppliers ahead of time. Um, and then we got, um, you know, everything came here uh, where we, you know, recognized our entire event calendar. Um, was dismantled and postponed and canceled. Um, so we were at a pivotal point where we had to make a decision on what to do next. And that's where we um, decided to take the team, keep everyone on board and create a company called CrowdHealth. Um, so CrowdHealth uh, is a healthcare medical supply company specializing all um, medical equipment needed. Um, so we helped tons of organizations you know, a lot of state governments, hospitals, you know, those in need um, for those supplies, and that's still ongoing. So really leveraging our previous CrowdSync technology experience with our CrowdHealth medical expertise, we've created a software solution that brings live events back safely, and that's what's called CrowdPass. Um, so CrowdPass is an exciting platform that we're ready to introduce and share, you know, to everyone. Yeah, yeah. And and so yeah, that's how so how you guys originally got on my radar was through the through the wristbands and things like that. And so yeah, anytime you were seeing the the images of large numbers of crowds with the LED bands and they're they're all synced together and they're doing cool things, that's what we're talking about here. And so then already 
the pivot into crowd health of being able to, to, to handle medical supplies is already a big enough challenge. And as if that wasn't enough, <laughs> you guys decided to really take things on to the next level and introduce CrowdPass. And so that's, you know, the last time, Lawrence, you and I chatted on, you know, that's where I was really like, oh, yeah, we got to tell folks about this because it's definitely a solution that people need to know about. So I'm assuming then we should probably kick it over to Quinn since uh, since he's been kind enough to join us. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about the um, the evolution of, of crowd uh, CrowdPass. Yeah, certainly. And again, thank you for having us on, Brant. Um, yeah, my name is Quinn Zito. I'm the uh, marketing director here over at, uh, at Crowd Group, you know, including, of course, CrowdSync, CrowdHealth, and CrowdPass. And that's a great question. You know, how did we get to this point, the evolution? Um, Lawrence touched on the history there. I think, I think the common through line is one-stop one -stop shop, you know, event facilitation. We've got these these three brands that each, um, you know, stand up events in some capacity. And, you know, CrowdSync is that LED, RFID, wristband, cashless payments, et cetera, um, that's been on the world's biggest stages. And it stood events up in a really cool way. That's I mean, almost in a luxury upsell way. But along comes the 2020 pandemic and, um, well, you know, leadership, you know, pivoted there. That's not easy to do. And they uplifted crowd health, which was, um, really rose to meet the challenge. PPE certified, you know, medical grade supplies being provided. Those two are well. You might not quite see the relationship until well. Where where's a natural evolution for that? If you've got um, an infrastructure for events already and a network for those events, and then you've got a, uh, uh, a health infrastructure in itself in, in crowd health, um, the natural next step feels like a software, right? That you can um, provide as, well, at this point, you'll have the software, the supplies, and the luxury upsell being, being CrowdSync. So CrowdPass felt like the natural next evolution. Um, it's the question at the top of everybody's mind. Uh, how do we return to in-person safely and at the scale we want normally? Um, we want to get back to events the way we've always known them. And it's never been a question of, of uh, if, but when we will. And it feels like when is now, when we've kind of Developed a technology that can open the doors and open the doors safely with uh, peace of mind for everybody involved. And then the, the the kind of the root the root the kernel of what you were doing root or root depending on where you are in the country, um, it, you know the kernel is those the RFID you know so being able to track people, um, you know, as they're coming in and out of a session or things like that you know so like a lot of folks over the course of this last year you start with what you've got. And, you know, so you've got this in, in this is already very useful technology for keeping track of people and who is who. And, you know, for cashless payments, obviously, you want to make sure it's not the wrong person uh, mm -hmm. being able to, to, to spend it. So you're, you're already tracking who is who um, combined with the the initial pivot of the, the health and safety PPP and things like that. So how now are you using these technologies to help people come back to uh, in-person events? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, quickly, the, the kind of. 15, 30 second version of how CrowdPass is used is it exists for the event organizer who organizes um, an event, right? They, they uh, where it's going and they, the types of clearance questions that are going to happen. But on the attendee side, uh, they scan into the event. It's a web mobile application, maybe a QR code, right? And they're cleared through one of three ways. The first being um, negative test results, compliant negative test results, make PCR within three days or or um, you know, negative test results day of, whatever's compliant to the state and it's, it's state specific, right? It's flexible. But the second there is the big one, vaccination documentation uploading, right? 
But the third, to answer your question, is the, the company is vertically integrated, which we're most excited about and thinks gives us a competitive advantage. You have the software, but you also have the supplies in CrowdHealth that allow for the third on-site rapid testing. Okay, now no proof, no problem. You showed it to the event, you don't have proof, but you can elect to on-site rapid test and be cleared in 10 minutes. After you're in the event, you have the event organizers with their dashboard. And I'm sorry if this sounds um, like the total organizer attendee pitch and all that, but this is, you know, now they have this dashboard and they can track everybody that's been cleared and they have that event data. Um, we keep the organizers um, uh, safe or just uh, separated from all the uh, material that, you know, think vaccination documentation. We have an internal team that's checking it on the back end. Um, but these, the, you know, the simple process there is you have an event organizer that sets up the event, attendees that are cleared through one means or another, and then back to the event organizer who can see, clear, and keep everybody safe via that dashboard, the CrowdFest technology. Uh, and then the event can run. Well, I think, you know, you answered a lot of people's questions right there out of the gate of like, okay, what, what if I show up and I don't, you know, I don't have a vaccination, I haven't been, or I don't have proof of a negative test or anything like that. Okay, great. We can get tested right there on site. So yeah, to be clear, um, and that's probably my fault for not really setting it up. I mean, this is a comprehensive solution. This is, this is something that's going to take care of you from kind of the, the beginning to the end, as far as all of these needs go, including on-site testing that as part of the, the creation of crowd health and the, the being able to get PP, uh, PPE supplies and things like that. Um, uh, you know, you have access to testing and testing facilities and have been doing that already. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and again, all credit to Lawrence and, and leadership. I mean, it's hard enough to pivot once from CrowdSync into CrowdHealth to do it again into CrowdPass, but the reason these things that you're talking about are um, you know, integrated into the application is because um, Lawrence and company have experience in the events industry and have had so for the past half decade. Uh, that allows us the advantage to, of course, like I said, integrate across um, both a software, a um, health supplies infrastructure, and a, you know, luxury upsell, however you describe CrowdSync, you know, uh, event activation um, hardware. How um, uh, do you guys provide the staffing then as well for those testing capabilities? Yep. Yep. Uh, when you, um, you, we can, you can run free demos anytime you want with us, with our sales team via the site. There's a commercial there that tells you all about it, shows it in action. And We'll set up your, you know, events specific to how you need your events, you know, set up. There is no, um, it's every event is different, right? The amount of attendees, where it's happening, how it's happening, but we're flexible to all that. And I think that's what's most encouraging to our clients. The fact that it's provides all the, infra the, the structural advantages that it does, as well as uh, we can meet the needs of your events specifically. And, you know, I want to make sure we talk about the software, but for now, I kind of want to keep focusing on 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 the wetware, as it were, you know, as as uh, because that's obviously an important part of this of this solution. So, uh, is as as the organizer, what are what do I have to keep in mind if I'm if I'm bringing you on site? You know, do I need to set aside a special room for the testing? You know, what kind of protocols are in place to make sure that it's being done safely and accurately? Because uh, you know, from what I've heard out there, that if you're just kind of doing a fly-by-night testing um, and not doing it under safe conditions and the right conditions, um, that can cause you know bad tests, where uh, either false positives or false negatives. So, as the organizer, what do I need to keep in mind if I'm bringing you on site to handle that? portion of the uh, portion of the event 
Yeah, certainly. And Lawrence, you know, feel free to chime in wherever you want um, on this one. Uh, but as I touched on before, one nice part is we have an internal team on the back end that's um, certifying everybody's, you know, everybody's input, whatever that is. So we want to separate the event organizer from that. Um, there's a multitude of reasons for that. They shouldn't be looking at those documents. Um, but, you know, rest assured, we have a compliance team on the back end there that um, is certified and saying, well, this is this document is correct. And right now it's it's completely manual. Um, well, we, who knows? Maybe it moves towards a you know, ML AI um, solution in the future. But right now it's it's people um, looking, certifying, saying this is good, this is bad, and then clearing on part, you know, for the event organizer. I think another so we, have a, we have a thing on this show that's called jargon jail. So if you use a phrase that most people aren't necessarily okay. going to know now, it took me half a second, but I, but I ML AI, if you could just throw out for anybody that didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah, I ran through that one pretty quickly, right? So I guess preferably there's a future where um, we can check. We don't have to have someone always manually checking, looking like quite literally looking at those documents and saying, this one is good, this one is bad, but rather the technology itself um, set, scans and says, good, bad, right? We're so early into whatever this post-COVID world looks like and this post-COVID world of live events. Um, there's obviously, there's probably futures, right? Where, um, who knows, maybe there's anything from government mandates that just how the way things are run, but we're so early in that process that this technology relies on, uh, you know, kind of as would any technology kind of manual. Okay. Let's all, this is good. This is bad for now. And you can only have kind of certified compliant people on the back end, but like, you know, hopefully there's a future where everything's a bit more streamlined. So we've come into, you know, as the attendees have come into our event, um, they've, they either were tested beforehand and they've presented that, uh, mm -hmm. we'll come back to that. But in the meantime, uh, they've, they've taken a test on site, 10 minute rapid test. Okay. You're good. Um, how do we now, what's the next step? How do we get that information into the system so that the organizer has that knowledge and we're able to say who can come in and who can't come in? Absolutely. Yeah. So one thing about the CrowdPass platform is the ideal scenario is to have all attendees upload the results ahead of time. You know, that simplifies the process for event organizers knowing no matter the amount of attendees attending, if we can at least take a portion of that to pre-clear and screen, that alleviates a lot of pressure for the on-site testing. So our platform is really focused on pre-clearing um, before the event, um, you know, so necessary lead times where we distribute the reminders and updates, whether to upload your test results or upload your vaccination card. Um, you know, that's the ideal scenario for every attendee to show up with their approved QR code. But in a world where on-site testing is happening at events, um, you know, this is where an attendee arrives they get the rapid test, which our crowd health company supports, along with um, the testing as a service model that's really becoming more popular. Um, so in conjunction with that, once the CLIA administered nurse, you know, takes that test result, it's a manual upload right into the system. And now they are administered and allowed to go into the event safely. 
Yeah, so I think that's an important point to emphasize is that the, in the ideal scenario, this is all happening offsite ahead of time. You know, you're yep, I'm clear. I'm got my got my QR code, and that it's it's really meant to be kind of the minimal number of people that are just happening to show up and aren't able to, or you know, there was a guy on the plane that didn't look right because he was coughing all over me. Maybe I, I know I'm joking, yeah. but, 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 um, but, you know, showing up on site and taking the test, um, you lead into then, you know, the question that's going to be on everybody's mind is we're talking about uploading health records. We're talking about keeping track of, um, you know, who's, who's vaccinated, who's not, who just took a test, who hasn't. So I'm going to ask the big question. Are you guys HIPAA compliant? I know. What are you guys doing as far as, uh, you know, data regulations to make sure that that sensitive data is being taken care of and taken care of well. Absolutely. Personal health information is our highest priority, protecting that and securing that. We are HIPAA compliant. We have great partners that support that infrastructure for us. Um, none of the personal health information is accessible to our clients. Um, you know, so that's something that we store, um, you know, internally. And it currently is a manual process of, um, you know, screening the test results and the vaccination status. What will be interesting is the evolution from a majority of test results to the majority being vaccination um, statuses. So more so, a, you know, could transition into a full, you know, vaccination passport ID platform and a universal application that, you know, whether you're going to a certain event, you know, you can just pop open your crowd pass application and it's a symbolization that you are good to go to enter. Um, you know, it is exciting to see the whole in-person event come back. Um, you know, I know 2020 was filled with virtual events and, you know, 2021, at least the beginning part, you know, doing the same. So CrowdPass's whole mission is to be the bridge from, you know, virtual behind our computers back to in-person, shaking people's hands and getting to, um, you know, interact like we used to. Um, so that's, you know, the whole goal with CrowdPass here. So data safe, it's being taken care of, it's following all the rules and regulations uh, that, you know, from the various governments uh, in the U.S. for sure and around the world, mm -hmm. um, GDPR compliant and all of those good things. Um, so what what part of the process have we left out? So what's, you know, is there anything else that this package can provide or have we pretty much covered? All? I know there's a few other things that we I want to come around back to regarding CrowdSync, which brings it all full circle. But um, uh, what else as far as CrowdPath and Crowd CrowdPass and CrowdHealth uh, that we haven't covered yet? Absolutely. So right now there is a strong pair between CrowdPass and CrowdHealth. Um, CrowdHealth is the supplies. CrowdPass is the software. They work hand in hand. Um, so with CrowdPass, our current functionality or current core functionality capability is this digital health clearance aspect, but a lot more is to come with CrowdPass. We see this just as the start, um, you know, so being able to help clients with this digital health aspect, um, you know, we're excited to unravel new features and functionalities that our clients will see on the CrowdPass um, you know, application. Um, so there's always more to come in that realm. And then of course, crowd health, you know, we've been on the mission since it, it started, you know, that's something we're continuing strongly. Um, you know, we do see, you know, a huge importance in testing and then testing as a service. And we give a lot of credit to event organizers and the event industry 
for hanging on, you know, after a tough 2020, um, you know, and even more so now taking on all the responsibilities of being an event organizer, already having a million things to do, um, but now being responsible for um, organizing a safe environment for events. And our, we want to just come in with CrowdPass and CrowdHealth and help alleviate all that stress and that pressure, um, just like we did with organizations from CrowdHealth, you know, to school districts where they didn't know where to get face masks from. Um, you know, so we're on a goal of not just creating a great product and great platform, but, you know, really being on a purposeful mission, you know, and solving problems that the world is, is facing. And this is the, the problem that we see, um, you know, well fit for our expertise and our team. Anything you want to tease about? You, you say you got big things, you got expanding, you're expanding. Is there anything you're willing to let us uh, in, in on behind the curtain on the roadmap? Absolutely. So I think a major thing with CrowdPass is the communication tool right now in informing clients or informing the attendees that, hey, you need to update your or upload your test results, your vaccination card, right? So, you know, that comes, you get an email, you know, about the update, hey, you have to upload, you know, three, five, seven days in advance. So that process of being able to mass message attendees per event is something that we're gonna take into a bigger picture. So when an event organizer is hosting their event and after they just cleared everyone and everyone went through the digital health platform, you know, there's other things that the event organizer might want to communicate with their attendees. So that's where we'll have a big messaging forum where the the organizer can, you know, shout out any other messages that um, the clients or the attendees might be interested in learning. So more to come on that for sure. Let me ask you this, guys, and I don't know if this is even possible um, with, with current healthcare regulations, but it seems to me that if there was a way to do it safely, one of the one of the things that might be great is being able to share this data from event to event. If there's a way to do that cleanly and safely, you know that there would be an advantage to coming into, for lack of a better term, kind of the 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 CrowdPass ecosystem, right? The CrowdPass CrowdHealth. That if if you're an event organizer and you've got people coming to your events that are showing as being tested, and I'm a week later, you know, being able to rather than have the attendee re-upload everything somehow being able to say i as the attendee yep i agree to pass that on is there anything any possibilities like that on the horizon absolutely i mean i think yeah i think i think there is i don't know that we could we could dictate the pace of that but we're well prepared for it because word is going to come in from every which state every which regulation uh but when it does i think we're prepared every which way uh, that i can think of uh, and I, I think that's where we're most excited just because we, we, how nice would it be if right out the gate, because this was in the past year has been entirely new to us, um, like as a species. So like, but we have no idea what's going on. Well, everyone's once everything, once everything starts to settle a little bit and there's a bit more definition in and around everything, I could, I could see something like that being a possibility where you could just, well, I'm good here. I'm good for event one transfer to event two and how nice would it be to streamline everything like that? 
Very good, very good. And then I, I, I kind of teased earlier that, that we're kind of, in a way, coming back to the CrowdSync technology. I don't know if you caught what I was trying to uh, to, to, to tease on that, um, but uh, bringing it back full circle um, based on things that I'm seeing on the website and that we've talked out about before, two blinky LEDs. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where, what are we seeing as far as how this now reintegrates with CrowdSync and CrowdHealth? Absolutely. So I think that's where the evolution of CrowdPass pairs more with CrowdSync than it currently does with CrowdHealth. So CrowdPass and CrowdHealth are in a tandem of ensuring safe environments for events. As we evolve through this high demand of pre-clearing attendees, you know, we're well positioned to, you know, restructure CrowdPass to work even closer with CrowdSync. And what I mean by that is taking our existing RFID wearable technology where you go to an event and you have an RFID wristband or an RFID tag in your lanyard, um, you know, and it's your ticket, it's your access control, it's your cashless wearable, it's your social activation tool. Um, so tying in this RFID wearable from CrowdSync to all live on the CrowdPass software. So now the organizers have access to all that data, um, very easily seen. Um, and then just being able to take that data, learn from it um, by using our CrowdSync hardware or CrowdPass software. And then the next time they do an activation or an event, um, you know, they can learn better strategies from the, the existing one. Um, so that's really kind of where it all comes back full circle to the event technology space, um, which is great to see again. <laughs> To the yeah. point where, if I'm not mistaken, you guys have actually incorporated some LED technology into masks. That too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. LED masks <laughs> on the website. Go check them out. Yep, absolutely. So that's you know our team getting creative with taking existing LED technology and then throwing it into a crowd health product, right? So those we're seeing a lot of popularity in as well. Those CrowdSync LED face masks. Yeah, it's pretty interesting how how. I don't know, the cultural landscape, if you could just describe it that way, you know, mirrors the product and you've got you've got things going in and around health and we've got CrowdSync and put them together. I think the most poetic example there is something like an LED mask. Um, yeah, if you could pick one to just, you know, one image to draw it all together. Full, full circle. <laughs> um, you know, it occurred to me just in that last section there, and again, this is another one of those, is this something you're currently doing or something that you could do, um, is is contact tracing. So because you've got the ability to see those RFID locate, locators in, in the wristbands or in the masks, those kinds of things, um, is that something that you can currently do to say, oh, we did have an exposure at this event. Here's the 15 people that we know you were within 20 feet of, uh, you know, uh, versus and, and be able to notify them. Is that something you can do or could potentially do in the future? Definitely could potentially do at scale. That's definitely the goal with this is really making it, um, you know, full service product, you know, for any type of needs. Um, you know, that's definitely something on the radar. And I think a shallow end of that that we already provide is, is you know, safe bands. Um, so we actually already have provided technology that's not quite that integrated, but um, how far, you know, distance, you're right, telling you how far you are away from another person. Uh, that feels like a next step there. 
Yeah, yeah, that'd be the, the the short step, the easy step there. So yeah, to be clear, yeah, you you've got your LED wristband on. If you get within six feet of someone else, it starts to glow red or something along those lines to let you know that you're getting <laughs> getting a little too close to folks. Beep, beep, beep. There you go. Well, technically, All right, with gentlemen, well, sync wristbands. A lot of clients are utilizing the LED visuals to represent almost like a stoplight. So green means I'm I'm comfortable. You know, yellow means hey, let's keep our distance, and red means hey, stay away, masks on. Um, so, you know, getting creative with our existing platform and, you know, those are considered our crowd sync LED safe bands, if anyone's ever interested. Cool. Yeah. And, and yeah, even just being able to say, yeah, like, like the green, yellow, red thing, but that, you know, that could also be I'm vaccinated versus I'm not based on the new CDC guidelines, where if you're in a group, you know, if you're in a group. Uh, you know, that's outside, you're saying, yes, I'm vaccinated. That's why I don't have my mask on um, versus no, I don't. And you guys would be able to back that up because they will have already uploaded their vaccination certificate. So it's not just me saying, you know, I've got to at least provide some, uh, you know, obviously there's possibilities of faking them, but you know, then, then you're really going a long way to <laughs> attend an event that you're paying for just so that you can not wear your mask. But you know, some people. True that. That's why we should get you in our, <laughs> on our uh, idea generation meeting. <laughs> right. I would I would welcome it. <laughs> well, gentlemen, what what did I forget to ask you? What what didn't I uh, ask you that that uh, that's that's burning burning a hole that you need to get out to the to the folks out there? If we can do this again, okay, <laughs> you know? okay. But no, well, yeah, keep, keep was, us keep I, us updated for sure. Yeah, no, I think this was you know wonderful to connect on you know this platform um, to really you know share what we've been working with to the you know, to the industry, because, you know, it's more, like I said, it's more than just, you know, a project for us. We're on a mission. Um, you know, and it's not just our company we're looking to revive, um, originally being the CrowdSync one, but it's, you know, every event company, whether it's a production company, a marketing agency, um, you know, the staff of those companies, we find, you know, CrowdPass is a big solution, um, you know, to, to really reignite what's needed. Um, so that's why we're grateful to have the opportunity to share our event tech platform with event tech listeners. Well, Lawrence Helfont, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, and thank you, Brent. Uh, same over here, Lawrence hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, we've been in the workshop over here, and now we've rolled up these, you know, this all this new offering, and people are excited and they're using it and they're loving it. But we just want to get the word out there even more and. Um, yeah, we're really excited to just kind of bring this to the events industry and keep everybody safe and do everything we can to um, get back to normal. And this this is a huge help in that. All right. And thank you, Quinn Zito, for joining me today. So, Lawrence, Quinn, thanks so much from CrowdSync, CrowdPass, CrowdHealth. I think I got all three of them right this time. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. And thank you all for joining us on the Event Tech Podcast. I haven't had to do the ending in a really long time. Will's been handling it, so I don't know all the patter, all of the places, but be sure and just check out eventtechpodcast.com. That's where you'll find all of the information that you need to know about how to connect, how to subscribe, how to give us feedback. Let us know what you're doing in your event. We're on the socials as well, Event Tech Podcasts. Let us know there what you're doing to keep your attendees safe. Is this the type of solution that might be interesting to you? Then you should get a hold of Lawrence and Quinn and let them know uh, right away. So thank you all for listening to the Event Tech Podcast. We'll see you next time. Event Tech out. 
Thanks again for listening to the Event Tech Podcast. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventtechpodcast.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. We'll see you next week on the Event Tech Podcast.